Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this Ay, Cause better relationships need better ingredients Ay, So if you want better relations, it's about communication Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better Yeah, Derrick Jones the host, your relationship coach Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gumbo And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek and I am your host. I am a certified life and relationship coach. I'm an engineer, a strategist, and a mental health advocate. And tonight, it's all about the men, y'all. Tonight's topic is that, you know, why are some of the strongest men you know the quietest? Why don't you hear from them? But they sort they showing up strong. We're gonna talk about that tonight. Cause this is a thing. And I have another kind of little nuance I'm gonna add into that because somebody hit me in my inbox. So we're gonna talk about that later too. Um, because it's like the opposite of what of what the topic is, but I think it's pertinent. So without further ado, my special guest tonight, Miss Latanya Michelle. And this this is um this is this is a special night. And last, like I said, last night I was on her show, she's on my show tonight. I want to say we talk so much. I think this is her first time on the podcast. <laughs> so we um we we've become friends. She's also, you know, one of my coaching clients. Um, she's doing a lot, y'all. Like, I don't even want to even start to roll down the list. So I'm gonna let her talk about a little bit about what she does, and we're gonna get right into this topic. So let me get her up here for y'all. So stand by for one second, and we we're gonna get rolling. So let me unmute her and get her up here. Hold on. All right, welcome to the show, Latanya. Welcome, hey. welcome, welcome. Wait a minute, why am I still grooving to your greetings, your uh, your <laughs> intro? I was like, hey, I love that song. <laughs> like it had a little DC flow to it, and I'm, I'm like, oh. yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. So, so look, so let's do this because okay. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get this in. Um, and as you call us the Wonder Twins, so tell people a little bit about yourself and what you do, and kind of some of the things you champion. I am Latanya Rochelle. I am the owner of Tiger Eyes 360 Media Group. And a lot of people get that confused because they're like, wait a minute, what is the what is the black men worldwide or whatever? Tiger Eyes 360 Media Group is my head company and I have all these entities under it. And one of the things that one of the companies, the entities that I love so much is the um, Black Men Worldwide, which we officially just launched. And what we are is a membership-based concierge service that caters to Black men. We cater to their business life, we cater to their wellness, and we cater to their love life. So we have a matchmaking um, aspect added to it. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited. We just officially launched it. And I was scared. I was scared because I've had all these ideas for a while and everything. But the brothers is coming like they are coming and I'm super excited about that. So um, I also have Proof Magazine, a black woman's proof that positive black men exist. I am a big champion for black men. My friends call me the madam to the black men. Um, hey, that's what I do. It's all about black men. I also have other things attached to Tiger Eyes 360, but you got to go find that out for yourself because today's show is about the black men. So let's just give them all the credit. Yeah, that's a mouthful right there, right? Ah, people, yes. that, people that's listening, y'all gotta understand. Like we gonna we gonna get a we gonna get a little bit under the hood 
um, about some of the things you do um, as we go, because I think they tie in. That's why I wanted you to come on here, because um, what you do is I won't say it, it's creative. A lot of it's unique. And I think it's something that a lot of people aren't necessarily used to seeing the way that you do it. And I think that is the attraction for a lot of us black men to some of the things that you do. Um, so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about what you do, and then we're going to get into the top. Well, not necessarily what you do, but the why. More why questions. So having a business or and, and business entities that are solely primarily focused on black men um, as a black woman. And I'm just tell you, let, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to be transparent. There's a lot of organizations out here that help women, that help men. A lot of the women empowerment stuff is is popping, you know, good. There's some good stuff out there. There's some bad stuff out there. What made you want to champion a lot of things associated around black men versus what would be the easier route, which would be to to kind of look at things that improve and empower women only? You know, you follow me? I get it. I get it. So technically, I I, I empower everybody. Um, But I started off working with kids, to be honest with you, children and stuff. But I realized that I was sending them home to broken homes. So we were teaching them all the positive stuff and everything and stuff. But they were going back home. The people that they loved the most were showing them something different. So it just made me think, like, wait a minute. We need to work on the black family. And then so one day I was watching Tyler Perry's movie. Uh, one of his movies and I for the longest I didn't like Tyler Perry and it's crazy because everybody that knows me now knows I'm a big fan of his but I didn't like him because I was like why are you always dog to black men but as I that night as I was watching a movie I was like wait a minute it's not that he dogged black men it's the fact that his mission is for black women and mm-hmm. this, the black men that it appears that he's dogging it's not he's not really dogging him because it's true stories Mm-hmm. But Tyler Perry's audience was never for men. It was always for the women. And most right. people don't see that. So I was like, well, who's doing it for the men? Who's right. basically championing men? Who's who's putting it out there for the men? And I was like, all right, let me take my place. And right. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. And, and it, it's been, as far as I can tell, because even before we kind of got kind of got you know to this point of of our friendship i've been following her for a minute you've been doing this for a minute man like a while a while how many how many when when did you first start kind of like going on this on this particular mission i started with dear black man network and i got frustrated like listen i love you black man and you know and Listen, black women swear up and down that I got it made and all these black men love me, that I don't get dogged, that I ain't never been hurt and everything and stuff. They don't understand. So I started with Dear Black Men Network and I just thought that I was going to put this out and all the black men was going to support and we was going to build together and we're going to have our own empire. and The world was going to love all these black men. And now. My my excitement started from walking up to black men and said, hey, I have, my name is Latanya Michelle and I have a network that caters to black men. And for that moment to see the smile on their face, like, what? Mm-hmm. hold up, you know, and that moment to have a conversation with them and them to feel good about themselves because of what I was saying. But after that moment, it, it was like, wait a minute, we still don't trust you. 
blah, blah, blah. Right. And you're still just like everybody else. So until we see something different, get out of our face. Right. And so people don't see that struggle. They don't know what's been going on in the background. They don't understand it. I put one black man out there and my whole inbox is from other people talking about all the bad things he's done. They don't understand the things I've been through. I mm-hmm. tried to walk away. I tried to walk away. I done meditated on this stuff. I done prayed on this stuff. I done like, okay, God, put somebody else in this position. And I realized this is mine. This is my baby. And there's yeah. a lot of people that does it. And I'm not taking away from anybody else to do it. But they're not Latanya Michelle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like I I talk about anything that we choose to do, um, whether it's a mission that you have in your life, a passion, a business, you got to love it. You got to love the guts of it in order for you to kind of do it, you know, on a daily basis. And if you don't, it's it's going it's going to be easy for you to walk away and quit. So I I formally want to thank you for continuing, because I know there's a lot of there's a lot of black men that are attached to you and those who will be in the future, that's going to get a lot of value of, uh, you know, from what you, the services you provide and just the, the heart of your company. Um, so strong men, um, this is, you know, this is, this is a topic that, that we run across a lot about men and why they don't share and why they don't talk and they, they don't have emotions and all this other kind of stuff. The reason why I wanted you to come on here and talk about it because you are, and, and, you know, as far as like friendships and a business, you talk to a lot of men, a lot of black men. The the thing I think my audience wants to wants to kind of hear about is when you encounter and you're around a lot of successful black men, too. Right. A That's lot of time. The most, right? Yeah. So when you're around these successful men that in society we would deem as these strong, successful men. What is kind of one? Of, is there any traits that you see amongst these successful men? Because a lot of times, you know, when you see a strong man and then you have and then you get them back home and they be like a little teddy bear. But they, but you don't really get to see that because they have to keep putting that keep putting on that that show. Have you experienced a lot of the because of what you do in catering to men? Have you seen a lot of these vulnerabilities that they normally wouldn't show the world like like when you deal with them? I sit all the time. That's what makes my my life so great because for some reason, men trust me um, mm-hmm. for a good reason. They, they should. Um, men are very emotional <laughs> when they, when they, when they, when they trust you or whatever. And I have days where I get off the phone and I'm crying because it's just like, yo, I wasn't ready for all of that. I wasn't ready for yeah. all of that. Y'all men, men are just like us. I mean, we're different, but they have feelings, they have emotions and, um, they're very vulnerable. They're very yeah. vulnerable. They don't want to be, but they are. Yeah. You know, they and and like y- you're a coach. There's so many, they have to be surface. They have yeah. to be surface. They don't want to be surface, but they have to be surface because that's what they've been taught. That's how the world sees them. So most of them have to be surface, but there's so much more under that. The successful right. ones, the ones who who are who really care. Now there's some that's just straight ass. Can I yeah. say that? Yeah, you can. Just straight assholes that you just need to just run from. But for the most part, there are so many amazing black men out there, and they don't even realize how amazing they are. Yeah, and and the thing about it is, and um, and 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 we're going to talk about this later. But like, I'm in all of these these not in, but I I I count a lot of relationships 
relationships. I'm I'm fumbling over my words on Clubhouse discussions. That's the word I'm looking for. I go into a lot of discussions where there's a lot of black men um, on the panels or in the audience and they're sharing all of this stuff. And I've seen a lot and heard a lot in my day. But for some reason, these these dudes be spilling their guts. And I'm like, and you would think, you know, by their profile or how they initially present themselves, it's a lot of it's a lot of tension. It's a lot of emotion that that's pent up, and that that stuff comes out. And it's it's amazing to me to see because it's not just like me one on one with somebody. It's like a whole group saying, "Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I feel like that too. Yeah, I'm scared to go home and talk to my wife. Yeah, I'm scared to you know confront this or confront that." And so it, it's. It's sobering to see that people are now like finally starting to kind of get that stuff off their chest. And it's a per- it's personal to me because I as a black man, I know how it feels in general to as a man just to feel the pressure and not really have anywhere to put it. And so it, it's a lot. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You look like you're about to say something. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I was going to wait. I'm learning about patience. I can wait. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's active listening, ladies and gentlemen. So, <laughs> so I had to learn that, ladies. I had to learn it. So, so, uh-huh. so, so the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because a lot of times we move in society. In, in, in tonight's, we're talking about men. I know that there's a ton of women's issues as well, but we're focused on men tonight and black men tonight. To 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 have these great men, as you say, that are in society that are doing this and have these expectations. But by definition of how we're raised and how we're trained to not be able to release it and to still have to wake up every day and not have a sounding board and not have a, you know, whatever. So but because of by virtue of what you do, a lot of times people like there's services and stuff out there. But a lot of times men are just like, like, who who's going to care about me? Like, is there anything out here that's catering to me? Like, I, I, I got to be in charge and take care of all of this stuff. But where, where do I go? And, and what I used to say, because um, I got another question coming, and I also have a comment from the um, from the audience. Wait, what can I, used I put to... you on pause before you go okay. there for a second? Because I want to uh-huh. go back to the clubhouse thing for a second. Okay. Here's the great thing about clubhouse. Yes, people see your face. I mean, yes, people can see your picture that you put up. Yes, they can go to your page. But here's your chance to speak. And and people can't really judge you because you're going to pick a group where you guys are all talking about the same thing. And you have to think about it. There's so many different men and it doesn't apply to all, but there's so many different men who are part of groups or like, are like best friends and everything, but they don't really talk about the emotional stuff. They don't talk right. about the hurt. They talk about, yo, uh, LeBron, did you see what LeBron did or whatever? Or man, I got this promotion. Or did you see that fat ass? You know, like that's the things that some of, so many of these friendships is based off of. And mm-hmm. no one is sitting there saying, yo, like I'm hurting, I'm dealing with depression and all of this stuff or whatever. So Clubhouse is a beautiful thing when they have a, a good leader that's yeah. able. It has to be a good leader, you know, because they, men need to know that someone understands them. You know, so I just wanted to talk yeah. on that part. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. And, and, and just to just to piggyback off of that, um, it's also a place 
it, it, once again, if you're and you have to use your discernment because everybody ain't you. Like I always tell my daughter, everybody ain't your friend. But you have your discernment, and 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 when you get into a decent room that's ha- that's talking about a decent topic, what happens is, and, and and it's also for women, not just men too. But what what happens is is that you're in a place where it's not your friends, it's not your family, so you don't have that perceived judgment or even real life judgment. You're able to talk in front of people that are not judging you, that is there to listen to your story or listen to what you and women. You're able to hear men's opinion that's not trying to get trying to get it in. You they don't have that motivation. They're just talking and they're telling you how they really feel about certain topics and vice versa. And so it, it creates an environment that, you know, we haven't seen that on this scale. I don't think ever like ever. for people to ever. come in. You don't have to be on video because some people are afraid to be on video and you can just talk. I've seen some magic happen on there where it, grown men and, and and once again, that's why this topic is important. Um, and now I'm going to uh, get this one comment from uh, from Facebook. It says we all have feminine and masculine energy. Society just makes men feel required not to show their emotional side. So, yeah. And and I'm going to tell you. Most of my life, I I had I did not even know how to I keep talking about my daughter use my words <laughs> right right I didn't know how to use my words I just kind of took it and put it on my back and, and 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 be strong for everybody and not show it and keep it in and it's not healthy it's not healthy and I know um my my next question to you is throughout you saying that you know you see these that sometimes the emotional side they trust you that's the big that's the biggest thing here having a safe space to even talk about it. And I think that that's one of the appeals to kind of like what you do is they, they kind of know that they can trust you and have a safe space to, to come for business, you know, and I'm sure in your personal friendships, there's some, there's a lot of men that'll say, you know, she's easy to talk to. That's really like for men and black men, especially is just having a safe space. And we can talk about the assholes all day, but we're not talking about them tonight. We're talking about those like ones. No, I know you know. Oh, you said that last night. <laughs> you, know? you said that last night. But yeah, you know what? But let me also say this too. I'm also, I'm also really safe because I'm one of the guys. You know what I mean? I'm one of the guys, and there's no. They're not trying to please me. Right. They're not trying to get with me. They're not trying to date me or any. So they're so I'm safe. I'm safe in so many different ways. Like they don't have to worry about me cussing them out or. You know, like, so my, and the roles that I play with all these men, and there's an exception to the person, the people, the person, the people that I date or the person that I did, I'll say that, even though I'm not dating anybody, I need to throw that part in, but there's a difference. So I need to say that. So these men don't, they're not chipping off of me because they know that Latanya ain't got nothing to prove, ain't got nothing to take from them or whatever. We can all just be transparent. It could be real. There's no judgment or anything. And if they say something crazy, Latanya's gonna be like, "Well, hold up, wait a minute. Does that make sense? I'm gonna keep it real. You know, I'm not gonna just take their side. I'm gonna be very. Hey, wait a minute, that that was messed up. You know. So I think that that's why I relate my relationships be uh, is so good with these men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Spin City says one of the guys is she single? That's uh, a <laughs> that's Ursula. She's actually in Atlanta too. Hey, um, Atlanta. 
I, I believe she said she is single, guys. Um, but yeah, so 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 let's talk about that real quick. One of the guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a certain and and I'm gonna I'm gonna channel your energy for a second. Correct me if I'm wrong. One of the guys means not necessarily living in in necessarily your masculine energy, but it's really about holding people holding a man accountable, not necessarily pandering to that man and just kind of talking freely without them assuming that, you know, you're coming from a, a judgmental uh, space and just kind of, kind of talking just like you would at a sports bar to, to one of the guys. It's that feeling that a man would have where he just feels like he, he don't have to put on any airs, you know, around you or women that, that tend to, you know, cause there's a lot of women out here that say I'm one of the guys that mean something different, but, <laughs> but, right, but, right. but that, I think that's what you were trying to get across. Correct me if I'm wrong, but, it's really sobering for men to be able to not feel judged, to not feel like they can't talk it out. Because I, like I always tell people, it's only a lot of times, it's only a couple of times that a man is going to um, share right. before he shut it off for everybody. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, hold on, hold on one, one second. One more comment. Christina says they fucking went to they fucking with the wrong bitches if they can't be comfortable showing their emotional side. Period. I don't necessarily think that's true. I don't think that that's true because I think women we always think that we have the answer. We always think that we're the right woman for our men, and and we are doing the right thing. We know how to comfort him and make him feel good or whatever. And we've been taught that for for the most part from dating experience. That that's what we're taught. But the truth is we are so, in most cases, we're so disconnected from men because we're looking at what we think is right. We're not thinking about what they think is right. So we yeah. do. So we've been doing this for so long. Thinking, Oh, I got this. You know, I, I watch sports with him and I chill with him and all of that stuff or whatever. But are you are you really that close to him where he's able to express himself to you? And, and guess what? 80 percent, 90 percent of women is not. And that's not it's it's a problem, but it can be changed. Yeah. Yeah. This this whole divide, uh, you know, between us understanding each other, that 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 that's rift right. is just so big now. And right. and it really just takes both of us to have, you know, the the ability to kind of calm down and, and listen to the other side. And I and I hate to even invoke this, but it's it's um it's so trending and, and I hate to even utter his name. You know who I'm about to say. Oh, Kevin somebody. Here we go. Right. So so <laughs> I'm gonna talk about so but this but this plays wait, a part. Wait, wait. This, Can we go back to one of the guys? Because I didn't say nothing about that. So I can clear that up. Yeah, wait, go ahead and clear, clear that up. Out. So being one of the guys means we ain't never slept together, we not sleeping together, we don't have nothing. We are like really homeboys. And homegirls, and we could talk. Well, homeboys, and I'm the homegirl, and we could talk. They don't. It's no pressure. It's no judgment. It's no nothing. Like I'm really one of the guys where I think sometimes my guys forget that I am a woman or whatever because they're so comfortable with me. Like I'm that one that's sitting with them when the girl walks by and they be like, "Oh, that fat ass," and I'll be like, "Hey, you know." It, it's so they sometimes forget. They're never disrespectful because my guys have basically have taught me how to be a woman, to be honest with you or whatever. So but 
we are, they are so cool with me that they don't have to be on guard or nothing. They just who they are. And, and I'm like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Spence City says, why did y'all mention his name? I, oh, you know, Lord. that's why I, I, I prefaced like it. Already. We, we already cool. Just, yeah, just y'all might, y'all might need, I, I think right. that there's, I think y'all might have some common ground down there, but I, we'll talk about that later. Uh, Cause she does some stuff down there too. Um, uh, Christina says, well, they forget because they come to you for help, right? So, what do you mean? So, do they forget? So she's saying that these people that that are, that you're having these communications with that they feel comfortable because they're coming to you to get help. No, not ne- no, not necessarily. You got to remember, some uh, most of these people are people who I'm that person on Facebook who probably have a whole bunch of men friends or whatever, and they watch me because I'm always talking about the black man and everything, and so I'm that person. And, I, and here's the crazy thing. I'm like this with women too, but it just stands out more with guys, I think. But I'm just that cool type of person. I'm talking about, I could meet somebody, I could meet somebody on this page right now and we can have a conversation. And I promise you, I will know all his business and everything just from that one conversation because I know who I am and I, I, I know how men think. Yeah. I don't know if that, you know, it's yeah, yeah, it, 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 I get it because, um, it just from a male perspective, it, it's it a lot of times it, it's difficult because we don't a lot of times speak the same language. Like I said, it's sobering to to have someone that doesn't judge or doesn't have any preconceived notions about what you're about to say just because you're a man. Um, Christina is typing her life away over here. Christina say. <laughs> Okay, so you mentioned that you don't agree with my comments. So therefore, that means women aren't the same as you mentioned when it comes to men going to wrong types. No, what I didn't agree with you is where you said you made a comment about women are crazy if they don't know their men. And I don't agree with that because there's a lot of us who don't know our men. You have to learn your man. And just because you Uh, think you're in a relationship. Oh, let me let me let me read. I'm going to reread it back. She said that. The men are messing with the wrong chicks if with they the can't chick. be comfortable showing their emotional side. I don't necessarily think that's true. I think because my here's my thing: men are going to be men. Men have uh, not showing their emotional sides embedded in yeah. them. Yeah, you. It's so yeah. it, it's going to take a time and experience with them with the right chick to be able to yeah. finally get there. He could yeah. be with a chick for a year or two and love her. Yeah. Before he finally opens up and says, "You know what?" So yeah, I, I, yeah. I, still, it, I don't agree with so, that. So 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 let so let me give a little bit of context to that coming from a guy, Christina. We we train to do that with every chick, right? It doesn't matter whether you good or not. It's not. A, right. It doesn't matter if we comfortable or not. It, I can love you for ten years. I'm trained not to tell you my innermost thoughts and my innermost secrets. The men who do are going against their programming. It's not easy. It is not easy. We are programmed from a kid to shut up and just do it and handle it and take care of it. And don't, if you show that weakness, you a punk. And I hate to say it like that, but that's how it is. And I'm not, and I'm not one of these super, super duper, you know, red pill, super duper alpha. I'm mad you are woman type of dudes. But even someone like myself, it's, it's difficult because that's how we're conditioned. 
Christina says programming that means you're not healed. So we, so here's the thing. A lot of it doesn't come from trauma. This is things that we learn when we're kids. This is our boys. And this is how we hang around. Um, it doesn't mean that there was a traumatic event or that we had some messed up parents. Society says at or or did say or continues to say as a man, suck it up, get as many chicks as you as you have to 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 be validated by society at that double standard. Men can do all this, women can't. Are you at this or you at that? So um <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to hear that because you laugh. I don't even wait. This this comment. So so anyway, just to just to wrap that up, because because Spence City is on a roll tonight. I'm gonna read her comment in a minute. Um, so so I say that to say it doesn't necessarily come from not healing. Um, it comes because this is this is where we get uh and, and I guess in a way it, it can be traumatic if you have to hold it in and you have to deal with the things that come along with it, like stress and all these other kind of things. So in that sense, it, there, there are negatives to it. But this is this is society. It's not even my home. It's not even my relationships. TV, society, everything around us is saying, shut up. It's kind of like, depending on where you're from, you're taught to eat your grits with sugar. Yeah. Or you can be taught yeah. to eat it with salt. If that's how you taught, that's how yeah. you taught. And it it's, takes something else to break that. It's not like it's not like they're doing it on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like it's, that's just yeah. how routine. Once you start doing something over and over and over and someone is telling you to man up, man up, right. man up, that's keeping you quiet. Or they're yeah. telling you, oh, you got to go out there and be a man. What does be a man really mean? You yeah. know, and, yeah. and no one's prepared you for it. So you learn to take care of home. Mm-hmm. You learn to take, shut up. You learn to do your job and everything and stuff. Yeah, you still have fun. You still talk. You still can say I love you and everything and stuff. But do you really, really know how to say, yo, I'm hurting? Yeah. And 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 and, and me saying that doesn't mean I condone it or I think it's right. Right. It's just what is. And right. so when you, so, so now we have to say this, right? In context, if... If being that way means that you're traumatized or you have issues, that means all of us do. We do. We do. <laughs> like all, all of us do. do. We do. We do. Right. And Christina I do. says, least, so I do at least. <laughs> so if you're suppressing your emotion, that means that isn't trauma when people say man up. What I'm saying is it's so ingrained in us that we don't even identify it as trauma. We don't even men, women, society, TV, everybody. It's so normalized that it doesn't even feel like trauma, even though it's wrong. Go ahead. Christina, let me give you an example. And as a woman, how Derek came into my life. Let's be honest with this. Derek's been in my life for a while, but I was in a relationship and I was just calm and I was cool. Like I was married for 12 years to an abusive man who used to beat my tail all the time. Like I'm talking about black eyes and everything and stuff. And I got away from it and I just thought life was good. I thought life was cool and stuff. I had a crazy, up. I had a great upbringing, but I didn't get the love that I deserved. I didn't hear the I love yous and all of that. So I thought I got away from the abusive relationship. I got away from all that stuff. I, I, I lived my life. I was happy. I thought I was peaceful. And everything. I treated everybody well or whatever. So I get in a relationship with someone who I really thought I was into or whatever. And I find myself one day 
going off on him. When I say going off, like, well, he pissed me off. Like it was terrible. It was, you know how you hold in when we hold in so much stuff because we're just like, you know what? I ain't going to trip off that because I'm good at what I do. I'm going to love them anyways. I'm not going to, I'm not going to trip off of that. But if you do that so, so much, well, to me, this is what happened to me. I did that so, so much that I didn't realize that I was holding in stuff. So mm -hmm. when that guy triggered me so, so much, I cussed him out. Like I curped the hell out and it put me through a whole trauma thing that at 50 years old that I had no idea that I was dealing with. I had no clue. But when it happened, I had to face stuff or whatever. That doesn't mean, and I am the most transparent person that you know, authentic. Christina, we can have a conversation tomorrow and I'll tell you all my business because, you know, I will tell you I'm hurt. I will tell you whatever. So. You got to understand, we as people, especially black people, we go, we've been through a lot. We've been through a lot. Yeah. Just as the fact that we live in the country called America and white people don't have to say white Americans, but we have to say black Americans. That's, that right there is a lot. So we have to understand men, at least with women, we have tried to figure out how to open up our mouths. We go to women and power things. We, we turn to each other. We have the girlfriends that we can call like, yo, that joke of it's me. We we got that. Most men don't. Right, and just and just as a um, just as a because I'm I'm gonna jump um off of this in a second, but just to kind of finish that point up, I'm gonna talk about me personally because Christina says you you made it normal, so you're justifying an action that you know was wrong. Here's the thing, Christina, I didn't know it was wrong until I was probably in right. my mid to late thirties. I had no right. clue that it was wrong. No right. clue. And most right. men, if you really talk to them. They're going to say, this is just how I am. You talk to a million men, they're going to say, it's going to sound exactly the same. I didn't know it was wrong. The only thing that made me know it was wrong was when my stress level got so point to the point where it was making me sick. If that didn't happen, I would have just been like, this is just how I am. That and, I that, think, and that is the story of probably most men. And I don't think that's just men either. I think women too. Yeah, women too. Women too. Women too. It, it, it didn't make me feel away until I got older. My body started changing and I couldn't handle the stress. But while I was handling it, doing all this stuff, I didn't, it didn't feel abnormal to me. It felt like this is just how it's supposed to be. And that, and that, and so I would never justify it. I, that's why at the end of my, um, when I introduce myself, I say I'm a mental health advocate. It comes from that. It comes exactly from that, that experience and me knowing that. And when I hear these people talk about their issues and, and, and the things that they're going through mentally, I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm I'm just now learning this. I'm just now figuring out how to use my words and really call a thing a thing. But the, the rest of my life, I, I would have never stopped and told you it was wrong. Never. Right. I would have never right. identified that holding my emotions back was wrong for me to do. That's And maybe this generation now, maybe they're a little more, you know, there's a lot more information out there. But when I was coming up, nah, that wasn't nothing that you that we ever discussed. Ever, ever, ever. But so, guess what? Uh, another thing on that too, Christina. Here's the things that we have to work on as women too. What? It, it, okay, it may be wrong, but if you love that man, you can't keep saying. But you know that's wrong, because guess what? He's really not going to open up to you then. You know what I mean? So we as women, listen. And I'm good. Listen, I I'm a good one at that one. So. We as women, we have to understand. We can see a lot of stuff that they do that it's just wrong. Like, and to us, it makes sense. To them, it may not make sense, and it's not going to make. If we're sitting there telling them it's wrong, 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 
it's really not going to make sense. So we have to yeah. find a way. If we love this person, we got to find a way to talk to them and everything and, and make it work. Yep. And that and that's one of the main reasons why I do what I do as a coach. And, and part of the reason why you do what you do is because we know that this is traumatic and, and identifying it. But it doesn't make it less true that it's that it's something that's so huge in society that it that it's uh uh it's stifling um and that's why we have to identify these things and say this is this is what it is this doesn't you you're not going to survive if you keep acting like this look at what's going on with you um so spence city says the first thing she said was that i was laughing at she said neighbor because y'all both in atlanta she says you have ass hips and pretty caramel face sorry to tell you they don't see you as one of the guys however <laughs> however that's dope if you give them a safe space salute thank you well, okay so i will say this i still get the compliments and my friends are my biggest i mean they cheer me on or whatever and stuff but you we set the standards women we set the standards they yeah. think whatever they want but we set the standards we make sure they respect us i'm that person who's going to stay around forever while all while all these other women just disappear right and disappear you know because tanya has her standards they know you can't come to tanya with, with stupid mess it just right. ain't acceptable right and Spence City also says trauma is so ingrained, it's equal to not hearing a fire alarm that's chirping in the background that we don't hear after a while. Oh, we and that's be the homies. Thing. Yeah, that's homies the thing. So, like so look, that's this. So here's the thing, right? Um, trauma, yes. Wrong, yes. And it's the equivalent to just to kind of piggyback off of that, how we say everybody needs to go to therapy, everybody, you know, certain type of people need to go to get counseling. Well, Imagine a, a whole population of people that don't even realize they need to do it. And they just moving about life like everything's cool. And sometimes it takes somebody to say, hold on, man, you need like that ain't right. But if we not, if we're all so self-centered and we're not saying that ain't right, everybody's just doing them. Everybody's just doing them. So Christina says, I use my own example of what I'm saying. I was abused as a kid that was taught but that don't mean I'm around here being abusive. So, so here's the thing. Abusive to other people, yes, you're right. You're not around here abusing other people. But let's say for an example, and I'm talking about black men, that it didn't feel like that abuse hurt you. Me holding into my emotions subconsciously as a kid growing up, it didn't hurt because it was all I knew. I'm talking about from day one to day 47. It doesn't, it doesn't feel bad to, to be the man because you were never taught anything else. And in society, that's how we move. I don't condone it, but it's a statement of fact. And most men that you meet, if they're honest, they will tell you the exact same story. So in that sense, we're all traumatized. A lot of us don't even realize that, that that's what to call it, that we need to go get help, that we need to, to use our words and all of that. But if you didn't shake me and wake me up, I would think it's this, I would think it's cool. And to your point, 
there's people out here that grow up and they do abuse people and they don't even see it's wrong. And we got to shake them too and say, hey, that's wrong. But to them, you go you go to a serial killer and ask the serial killer, do he think what he's doing wrong? He's going to be like, no, this is what I'm this is what I'm doing. It's sick. And I hate to use that example, but the, a bad person doesn't think they're bad until somebody. That's why I always talk about comic books. The super villain, they don't think they're evil. They just do bad things and they think that they're doing the right thing and they're not. And somebody has to be like, hold on, man. What are you doing? But if nobody does that, because all your homies are saying, yeah, man, that's what you're supposed to do. You're going to be like, cool, I got a pat on the back for not sharing. And that, okay, that must be how it's supposed to be. It sucks. It sucks. That's why it took me so long in my life to even figure it out. And that's another reason of many that I even became a coach because I'm like, we can't keep doing this to each other. So anyway, um, so I don't have COVID. I have bad allergies. I yeah, she had allergies. Yeah. Way before so, COVID. Yeah. So, um, so what I wanted, the other thing I wanted to say um, and ask you about too is when, and, and what you do professionally and personally, as far as like dealing with men, it's, it's, when you actually see kind of like, and, and like I said, they, these are, a lot of times these are really well-established <laughs> professional men. They come and they use your services. They come and they feel like they can just kind of, you know, shoot the shit, talk, you know, normally probably how they wouldn't talk in their own home. Um, what does, do you, do you get to see the, the, the redemption on the other side of that? like emotionally you know what i mean like they'll they'll come in one way not just you but in general once that light bulb goes off and they realize that they 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 probably need to share more they probably need to to interact more on the other side of that what what do you like what does that look like and feel like for you as the person that's facilitating some of this even with black man worldwide the concierge service right they come in and it's like oh my god and on the other side of it i think and, and that, this is why I want you to speak on what does that person look like on the other side of it once they actually see that they can kind of be free and kind of move about and do these things? So first of all, they don't start off coming to me like as a coach or anything. Mm-hmm. Like I, my business basically is a strategy brand company and media exposure. So most of the time we're, we're, we're building their businesses um, and and the matchmaking part and stuff. So they come in and it's everything that we do is all about energy. It's all yeah. about energy and you have got to be real because money is not everything. If we can establish a, a solid foundation, there's no need for us to keep working. So when when people see that and they understand that I'm okay with being who I am, because that's where it comes from. And my team, it's you, they have to understand that there's nothing that they can say. They have to think about how they talk and how they say, because this woman knows who she is and how she carries herself or whatever. So when they realize that I have opened up the door and I see things in them that they don't see in themselves and they can start talking and I can make their, I, I take their visions to a total different level. And they're sitting there like, 
wait a minute, hold up. I've been dreaming about this for so long and now you're telling me this. And this works with my homeboys too. Like it, they'll be like, they'll come and be like, Tanya, what's your thoughts on this or so-and-so this? So that's when all the other stuff starts, the conversation starts to happen. Like I'm that person that my homeboys call me that's married or whatever and stuff like, okay, what's your thoughts on this? Is is Do you think this or do you think that? And they know that I'm going to tell them my thoughts. I may be on the wife's side. I may be on their side or whatever and stuff. So I've seen so much change because when a person feels safe and they feel like they're releasing stuff that they've been holding in for a long time, or they start believing in themselves on a different level because somebody else believed in them, you start seeing total different person. Mm-hmm. Or you when you can have conversations and you know these conversations is someone's going to question you about why do you think like this? Like yeah. I had a deep conversation with a guy who swerving down a black dude swerving down. He was an atheist. So everybody else was tripping off him. I was like, okay, so why are you an atheist? I didn't say, you know, that's wrong. Or I was like, oh, well, what made you that? And when we got back to it, it went all the way back to the pain that his mom put him through and she loved God so much. And it had, it just not like he had a problem with God. He had a problem with his mama. And everything and as we talked what we talked for hours he poured down crying and everything he's not an atheist no more because you weren't an atheist in the first place but nobody yeah. questioned you nobody yeah. asked you your opinion or your thought nobody stopped to listen to hear what you had to say so now yeah. that we're talking about all of this and you're expressing yourself let's really get deep into this because yeah. people are surface with men a yeah. surface with men and and I don't believe in being surface. So yeah. It changes. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I I I I think when we and and I have to talk about this as far as men and women, when we get to a point where the stigmas of um the things that we put on ourselves in society as far as like how men and how black men are supposed to be when we get to a point of understanding on both sides, because women have they have their list of things too. Um, when we get to the point where we listen to each other, then we can move the narrative forward, whether it's relationships, whether it's community building, whether it's building your bank account. When we are able to really listen and understand each other, the narrative moves forward. And, and that's why I wanted to kind of talk about this tonight, because if we don't have understanding and we're talking about black men and black men are, are, are you know, a special breed because it, because it's not just the regular everyday societal traumas and, and things. It's, it's being in that black skin that puts a whole nother layer on top of it that a lot of other cultures don't have to experience. Um, and I'm going to segue into Spencer's um, last comment. She says black people have been ingrained with generational trauma for over 400 years compounded with our current trauma it's a hot mess our people need to help our people need help white people know our power we don't therapy is key to become the true super heroes we are and 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 it's the thing like i love that yeah it's the thing like like we talked about we grew up in in a society and i'm when i say we i'm talking about like those folks that's like over a certain age we grew up in a society where, you know, beating your kid's ass was normal. Like beating your kid's ass 
was normal. Nobody said it was wrong back then. It was what we all did. And there came a time in history where some of that stuff, you would say it on TV or read in an article and say, you know what, that's child abuse. But until somebody identified it as that, everybody was doing it. It would, I mean, it, we we used to hear stuff like getting hit with an extension cord and a hanger and 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 all of this other stuff. And I used to be like, ah, we knew it was wrong, but what nobody gonna say anything about? It? Huh? You didn't get whoopings. I, I got whoopings, but not with no extension cord. Dude, this is a switch. This is bad. I, I did get I did get hit with a switch one time when that in South Carolina years ago. I'm not gonna say no name, but I had I got hit, man. My legs. My grandmother. Melted. My grandmother will be like, "Don't get your switch, and you better pick the right side." Man, and so <laughs> it's to my point. When you grow up, and, and yes, it's not right. We know we didn't know that we just knew we did a wrong thing and that was the consequence. Nobody raised any flags until we got to this era where kids was like, I'm calling that one one, it's child abuse. That that, that wasn't happening in the 80s. <laughs> you know what's crazy about that though? I mean, if you really think about it, is slavery days, our people got beat like crazy. Mm-hmm. And then we just tuck on that trait and start beating our own. Mm-hmm. The ones that we love, that's kind of you know, oh, it is. Oh, it. Oh, it. That rabbit hole goes that deep. That doesn't show, right? It show itself. That rabbit. But, right. but I said that to say until, and, and that's why I'm happy that a lot of these um, entities and people are coming out talking about mental health now, like more than ever before. If we don't identify it, it just continues. We could talk about the stigmas in the black community and mental health, and we could talk about the stigmas about men showing their emotions. It's a stigma because it's been normalized. People, commu- whole communities and cities and states and countries are behaving exactly the same way, and it's wrong. And until we say, you know what, that's the- come on, man, you hit your kid with an iron. That ain't cool. That's until right. somebody says that, that kid's gonna grow up and not necessarily. But now we got social media, so. But I'm just saying, when we were coming up, it wasn't that. So it took some change. It took for people to identify what it was before people really started calling the thing a thing. Like, wait, hold on, dude. What'd you just do to your kid? That didn't happen back in the 70s and the 80s. Nah, nah. Um, Smith City says, no other race like ours beats our kids like the slave masters did our ancestors. Now we think that's normal. Sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we trip off of uh, them calling us niggas, but we call our children so much worse. Yeah. 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 Stupid so, asshole. Everything. Yeah. And, and, and so just to bring this around full circle, as we try to put a pretty little bow on this, cause you know, this ain't going to be the last time. And we're going to talk about where we're going to be tomorrow too in a minute, but, um, we didn't get to talk about Kevin, but anyways, all right, I'll be quiet. I'll be we good. can do, we can do Kevin for a couple minutes. If you got time, um, we can do, cause I'm not going to talk about him. I'm going to talk about why, I will not go talk about him because I think he gets too, too, too much energy over what he says. I want to talk about why so many men are drawn to him. Um, oh, ding, ding. Okay, go ahead. So, so because it's because, and the reason why I even invoked his name, so first of all, for context, but people are so pissed off at him, and rightfully so. I, I'm not a fan of his. 
But what I try to do, Spin City says, no, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not a fan of his. I, I don't think that what he does helps more than it hurts ultimately. But the way that my mind works is because there's a lot of men that champion his causes and champion him. And people are like so in shock about why Kevin Samuels is kind of put up on this pedestal now as this voice for men. But when you actually like sit back and look at it, because yes, these what they call this red pill, the the these super duper extra alpha, and, and most of them don't even come off like that. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. The super duper alpha, you know, see this this caveman mentality of how things are supposed to be. When you peel back the layers past that, right? Because we can hate that, right? When you peel back the layers, it's very simple why this is a trending thing. Men don't feel heard. Or respected. Or respected. And unfortunately, the people who are yelling the loudest look like Kevin Samuels, but it speaks to a bigger problem. Because like I said, we can hate him all day and people like him, but that following has grown exponentially because, and it's sad because we're such a follower society. If I'm a man and I don't feel heard and I don't know how to say it, I'm going to attach to whoever's the loudest dog barking. And I hate that because instead of you forming your own opinion, you're going to attach to the person that kind of, so because that. Like if Kevin Samuels has 10 talking points, if you connect to one, you got somebody that you can ride with and you got to absorb the rest of it too because at least someone's talking about the thing that I'm worried about as a man. People don't realize, and, and, and I know this is not a popular opinion, but our society has been built and, and, and programmed to cater to women. That's all he does. Oh. No, I'm saying... Uh, happy wife, happy life. You know, you got all of these different things that say cater to women. But when it comes to cater to men, then it get crickets. Do you think Kevin Samuels catered to men? I think catered, Kevin Samuels caters to his pockets. That's so, okay. So, and and I think that's, that's, uh, mm. The time Michelle got quiet. What's really going on? And as you <laughs> get yourself, to, go ahead. I'm sorry. Let me say this. I have to look at men. Okay, so let me say this. When I first heard Kevin Samuels, I agree with a lot of stuff that he says because some mm. of the stuff he says is right. But as I kept watching it, I don't like. I hear so many men talk about nobody hears us or women disrespect us. Women say all kinds of negative stuff. So you don't want to be treated like that, but mm -hmm. you're cheering for a man who's attacking right. a certain type of black woman, right. not all black women, but a certain type. But yeah. guess what? I'm sure your mama, your sister, somebody fits in that type. But how are you telling me, you know, people just don't feel good. I mean, people just don't respect us and all of that stuff. But you co-sign, it just don't make any sense. Yeah, and I the, think there's a certain type of men who follow K 
Kevin Samuels yeah, and exactly. spurs him on. It's a certain type. It's not, it's not even the so there's a different type of alphas. There's the alphas who caveman and stuff, but then there's the alpha men, the ones that's mm-hmm. classy, that loves themselves, that's about their business. But ain't you ain't gonna sit there and hear them talk about who paying for what. You know, it's just they just they got it together. They're mm-hmm. great leaders. They're great fathers. There's, there's, we have to give those those alpha men the respect that they deserve and, right. and stop confusing them with the cavemen. Now, right. the men that love Kevin Samuels are the ones who tries to fit a certain, to be a certain way and have a certain image and everything. But. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't want to I didn't want to stay on it too long because like I said, but but I wanted to bring that point up because there's a there's an undertone because a lot of the men it that is. champion Kevin Samuels ain't even the type of dudes that he's even talking about. It's they just so want something they, they want something to attach to. However right. dysfunctional that is, and, it, and like I, that's why I led with this it's disheartening to me to see that these men, a lot of times decent men, are going to follow him because they feel like they need somebody to champion the thoughts that they're having or whatever. And it's, and it gets messy. And that's something else that I, right. that I, pre, right. you know, that I preach against. It's really a, it's really about having your own mind and stop following the herd. And, and and if you ever have to belittle somebody else to make yourself feel good, that's an issue. There it is. That's, that's what, that's what we learn. As, that's what we learn as kids. Right. <laughs> right. Like that's, that's an issue. Yeah. You know? So, so just kind of, um, kind of wrap this up about, um, men who who show up strength, but still have still are silent about how they really feel. Um, let's talk about like like where this. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to go too too long. But let's talk about what it means to 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 be the type of person to like I, I'm gonna talk about me and then I'm gonna let you pick it back on, on what I say and you just follow my lead. Yes sir. As a man, <laughs> uh, you 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 you've learned <laughs> Wait. I've, lo- I've learned I see y'all so, so 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 when you buck the programming when you buck the trauma and you realize that being an emotional being is part of being human, male or female, and you own that and you're able to share, I promise you that your life will change in a way that you have never imagined. And if you're in a relationship and you're able to be open and honest with your partner, your relationship grows into a space where you never imagined. And as a black man, I'm telling any black man that's listening, and and if you if people you want to share this out or whatever, please stop holding that stuff in. Stop hurting other people because of it, because it doesn't buy you anything. It's 2021. We gotta we gotta do better. We gotta do better for ourselves as black men. That that strength works for a lot of your for a lot of things you do. But it doesn't have to be turned on 24-7 to the point where it's a detriment to your health and your life and your family. Um, because you can be strong and be able to to connect and be um 
for lack of a better word, to be able to share how you feel. Because, you know, when you say be emotional, then men kind of freeze up like, whoa, I'm not that guy. So I'm going to use the word share how you feel um, with the people you love and, and really be able to kind of purge some of that stuff because it's not healthy. I'm a testament to it. Like it, it's 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 hard to go against that programming. But when you do, it's it's a freeing feeling that you that that all of us need to experience to be able to be alone or even in company of people who and that's another thing you got to choose who you're around oh, you got to pick you got to pick better so that you will have it's really about having safe spaces to feel comfortable to talk it out because we all need that i don't care who you are we all need that that's why um just even me being a coach sometimes i'm the first and the only person that this person has said how they really feel to because everybody else is judging their actions so <clears throat> what I want you to do is I just want you to speak to just how you feel about what I just said and anything you want to add on to it. So I hope there's nobody on here that's um, offended by cuss words because I, I want to nah, make sure I nah, make this it. right. I'm challenging all black men out there to fuck that. Hashtag fuck that. For once in your life, stand up for yourself and take your place. If your relationship ain't right and you don't want it, fuck that. If your job ain't right or whatever and it's going, driving you crazy, fuck that. Listen, it's this time for you to open up your mouth and express it. And the people don't understand it around you, it's okay. It's okay. Stop being that person that's living in a cage. Stop trying to be somebody that you don't want to be. This, you guys are the kings. Let me make sure we understand that. The jungle is the jungle, right? The lion is not, may not be the fastest, might not be the best looking, but he is the lion because he is the lion. And it's that simple. You have that title of king and lion for a reason. You inherit that, that role as a king. Now, all of y'all ain't walking in it. All of y'all have not tapped into who you are to be able to walk in, but it's in you. It's in you. It's time that you start living it or whatever. Oh, express yourself. You can't be running the house and, and, and um, taking care of home, taking care of the children, making sure your job, you, you pass your six figures, making sure your child is in college and, and doing everything else. And, um, you know, taking care of your wife and stuff, but you're still hurting and you're still messed up. You have got to let it go. I don't care if you got to go scream. I don't care if you got to write your mama a letter or write whoever a letter, find a way to release. Yeah. A coach, a, 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 a therapy, you might not ever go to therapy because of your pride, but there's some things that you can do to yourself. I mean, writing letters, and I know that men don't even do that or whatever, some do or whatever, but find that friend, find that somebody that you could trust, that you can really open up and talk because it's time. It's time. It's 2021, y'all. If we don't, yeah. if you don't fix it now, you're gonna have high blood pressure. You're gonna get cancer. You're gonna get all of that because that's what happens when you hold in all of this stuff. It becomes yeah. a mental thing. You're gonna have that heart attack and everything. And you can't blame anybody else but you. Yeah. Because you didn't take that chance on you like you do on everybody else. Women are doing it. Women are taking yeah. over. They're like, fuck y'all. Y'all got to have the same attitude. That's how I see it. 
You got to yeah. have the same. I respect the man more. Tell me. I mean, you know what, Tanya? I can't deal with your shit. I respect you more than because that's how you feel. You know what I mean? We got to yeah. do better as black people. You don't have to hurt nobody to do it. But stop hurting yourself. Yeah. It's time for y'all to take your place. And you can't take your place until you deal with the inner self. Until you heal yep. from the past or whatever you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, Tyke Cole says from Facebook says some brothers are mentally locked up don't and don't even know it. Right. Yeah. Um, I think Spin City must have put a YouTube link on it. I can't see what that is, but I'm sure it's something. <laughs> she said Tiger Eyes be like and they put a YouTube link. So we're gonna have to check and see what that is. Uh -oh. but, but anyway, um <laughs> so we're gonna wrap this up because we had I tried not to go. I, I've had some shows that's been like two hours. We can't we can't do that tonight. Um so tell people now. so what I want you to do is I want you to tell people about anything you want to you know, black men world, anything you want to push, and then tell people how to get there. And then we're gonna okay. talk about Clubhouse after that. Okay. So what I'm pushing big time now is black men worldwide. We just launched that earlier this month. <laughs> um and Black Men Worldwide, for those who didn't catch it in the beginning, is a membership-based concierge service, and we cater to helping men, Black men, build their businesses, their well, uh, their health and wellness, and matchmaking. Um, it's important. Like it's it, it's all about the Black men, and there's different levels. Like I send a personal letter to the men every single day. It's they get the same letter, but it's a motivation. Just to remind you, some somebody in your corner said, yo, you can do this and you're freaking amazing. I've teamed up with people, with people that's talking about finances, talk about health, wellness, all kinds of stuff or whatever that we send out. We also have a job hub attached to it. So um, we know it's kind of illegal for someone to say I'm hiring a black person, but they know Latanya Michelle team. All we have is a database full of black men. So all the recruiters come to us. They give us all kinds of job positions and we put it out to the men in our database. Um, and it, they don't have to be just in Atlanta, but we help them find jobs. The matchmaking is a personal one-on-one. -on -one. We sit down, we talk to you, we find out what you want and we go find you somebody. We help you try to help you find someone or whatever. So that's the only thing that women can participate in. Um, it's been amazing. Yo, I, I listen, when I put all this together, I was like, oh my gosh, it's been freaking amazing. Now, Friday is the last day that you can register to be a member for $10 a month. That's We're never going to be that low again. I'm going to let you know. You're never going to be that low again. So Friday's the last day, $10 a month. And if you get in at $10 a month, as long as you're a basic member, you'll have all of that for the rest of your life um, as, as a member. Also, if you have a black business or black service, like Derek, for example, Derek is a life coach. So he'll be one of our companies that we collab with and stuff. So what happens is all my members that uses his service gets a certain discount and we work out something with Derek or whatever. We have, we teamed up with Concierge Paris. It's located in DC and Atlanta. It's a men's high fashion clothing store. Every time one of my members go in there and buy something, they get 10% off. So different businesses, ladies. I don't care. It's a business that caters to men. I it, Reach out to us. We're doing collabs. And also, if you refer somebody and they become a member every month, you will get 20% off of their membership. So I'm trying to make people win. Ladies, if you know some good men, 18 and older, 
reach out, reach out blackmenworldwide.com, blackmenww on everything else. Amazing. Um, Spence City, man. That's my, that's my girl. She said club, Clubhouse. What about team Android people in the back? So, so I'm team Android. I just got an iPad for you, girl. Yeah, she said she loves that uh, in relationship to you about the um, the job database. It's awesome. So, so Latanya and I are going to be on Clubhouse tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, and tell them what the tell them what the what the theme is, and we just gonna get it in. Let him talk. So I have a talk show too called Let Him Talk that he was on last week. It's all echo one on one. Last night. Black, last night. What did I say last week? Last, mm-hmm. last night. It's a one on one. I have a TV network, but anyways, Let Him Talk is on my show that's catered to black men. And every uh, Tuesday, I have a guest, and we talk about. It anything that they're up to. And then I throw a topic at them and I just let men talk. Just no, no, just be straight, authentic. We don't care, no cut cards and stuff. So um, the show for Clubhouse, I'm sorry, Clubhouse tomorrow is called Let Him Talk. Um, Black men have voices too. Is that what it's called? Something like that? Yep. Something like that. Something like that. So we're going to get on there and let Black men talk. I have all kinds of subjects I've thought of and just to introduce myself and my team there. You know, I purposely have not put a bio in there. Uh, no information about me. I'll do that in the morning. I purposely did that because I wanted to make sure I was prepared. And so we're about to act a freaking fool. Let, and, and dear black men, I mean, black, black men worldwide is all over. We already have people from Texas, New York, um, DC, Atlanta. It, it's, it's amazing. So yeah, we're gonna be on Clubhouse and and <coughs> Team Android, Team iPhone, or whatever. It, it, we're gonna be wherever we need to be to impact the most lives. Um, and Clubhouse is one of those places. Um, so uh, if you don't have an iOS device, I can give you the Cliff Notes afterwards. Just hit me up, and we'll <laughs> I give you the meeting minutes. But I can't. I mean, we got to do. What we got to do. Like it's people there. Like we got to be where the people. They need are. us, right? Yeah. So, so we're gonna get out of here. Um, I thank you again for coming. We're gonna be. We're gonna be on another forum tomorrow. But I thank you for coming. And um, and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna um continue to have the dialogue. You're gonna be back. Um, your Spin City need to be hooked up. Uh, because Spin I City, think what that, you doing for All Star Weekend? Are you DJing somewhere? Okay, let me shut up. Yeah, right. she does. She does. It. She does events too. So she, yes. y'all may be able to collaborate on something. Yes. Um, Alicia said she got seven invites. If you need any invites for Clubhouse, <laughs> I got seven too. Like, like, come on, like, like, if you got, if you got an iOS device, I know you've heard some good things and some bad things, but there's some magic happening on Clubhouse, or else we wouldn't be doing it. I wouldn't attach my name to something that I thought was just going to harm someone you just gotta you have to have discernment just like you do in any other part of your life um you go on facebook you go on instagram you're gonna find some bad stuff you just gotta be able to sift through the stuff and get to the to what you really need to get so um spend city says good show so on that note we're gonna get out of here um guys make sure you go to relationshipgumbo.info um, y'all gonna start seeing some changes in the next couple of weeks because i'm always innovating i want to make sure that y'all get what y'all need from me um 
and I'm going and I'm trying to give y'all the best service, the best customer service, the best coaching that you can get in a way that you can digest and feel and love and all that good stuff. So make sure you check me out. Make sure you follow me. I'm gonna say this. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, uh-uh. make sure you follow. I want to interrupt you because I gotta get. I gotta do my last second before you go. But finish with your okay. stand. No. Okay. So make sure you guys go on there and follow and subscribe on Instagram and YouTube. I'm saying this for a reason. Instagram and YouTube. Make sure you get on those two things primarily. And I'm going to just leave it there. Make sure you do that because it's going to be some things coming in the next week. You're going to need to be attached to those things. So for my last 30 seconds, uh, I did this yesterday on my show and I got to do it. Let me make sure. Let me do it right because I want to save it for your show. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Latanya Michelle, and I am the owner of Tiger Eyes 360 Media Group. I need to let you know this man right here, Derek Jones, Relationship Gumbo. I am one of his personal clients. He is my relationship coach, and he has helped me through so much stuff. I, I am very picky, very picky. I'm very selective. I don't just let anybody in my space. This man knows my business and everything, and he has helped me so much so if you've been watching the show you've seen his little comments like oh you you're learning because I, listen i am don't 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 let the, don't let the looks don't let the, the business fool you i'm still a black woman living in america dealing with black men and listen pay the man the money it's worth it support him don't no freebies we're not doing freebies no more in this season and if i find out you're trying to not do freebies with him i'm gonna come for you but anyways <laughs> this man is worth your money relationship gomo Derek is real like he is real he's about your business he's gonna break it down he's not and it's a safe zone safe zone for real so i just want to make sure i got that in you deserve it um you really really deserve it I appreciate you so much uh, just for just supporting me and just helping me or whatever. But the personal side, relationship coach, that's your man right there. Oh, I did it. Okay, I'm oh, They said we <laughs> talked about men and their emotions. <laughs> so that was a perfect end to a, to a great night. Thank you. Thank you. See, if I if I was a different skin color, I'd be blushing right here. Um, but thank you for that. Um, yeah, guys, it's 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 real out here. Um Smith <laughs> City said she's calling people out, ask her if she's from Bankhead. So anyway, <laughs> y'all definitely I'm gonna no, I'm gonna connect y'all because I think y'all energy is very similar. So anyway, I will um I will end the, the podcast <laughs> and we're gonna get out of here. Yeah, and so we, <laughs> we will see you guys. You got so uh, we'll see you guys next week, same time, same place, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Wednesday. Um, see you here next week. We're gonna have another amazing show. Another man. I'm 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 working on it. May be me solo. Y'all know not my solo shows be amazing, but I'm gonna see what I can do. Um, but anyway, come back. Come get come get some of this healing. Come get some of this information. And we gonna we gonna do this together. That's why I always tell people we gonna do it together. So on that note, have a great night, have a great evening, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody wants good love. That's true, I know. Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast. Ain't no doubt we all need this, ayy. Cause better relationships need better ingredients, ayy. So if you want better relations, it's about communication. Finding love, staying together. We all want to make it better, yeah. Derrick Jones, the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for
for tuning in.